Hey y'all. Hello, okay. Everybody. Welcome back to Hey Y'all Que Lo Que, uh, the podcast where we talk about cultural similarities, the challenges of getting older, and meeting each other along the way. Once again, uh, we are your humble hosts. I'm Bernard. And I'm Elizabeth. And today, uh, we well, first, what we really wanted to do is thank everyone for listening to our last series that we did on uh, art gems around the city mm-hmm. of Atlanta, uh, food, unique places to eat, and some of the cool people that we met along the way. So uh, today, we'll be kicking off our new series of interviews with local artists around the city of Atlanta, Um, and we have a very special guest for you all. So uh, this artist uh, hails all the way from Barbados, uh, came over when he was 17. Um, He's an engineer. He moonlights as a dope-ass artist in the Atlanta area, Um, graphic, visual, graffiti, uh, all kinds of things, and a little bit of a craft beer connoisseur. Um, and it's interesting how uh, I met him because I met him through uh, my girlfriend. And I'm a little bit of a fanboy. I'm really excited for this interview, y'all, just to <laughs> let you know, because I uh, I grew up watching a lot of Cartoon Network, and a lot of his art is influenced by that. So without further ado, we can go ahead and get started. Yeah. So, Ross, we just kind of want you to go ahead and just... If- you could just introduce yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Ross Peterkin. I'm originally from Barbados. Uh, I go by several names. Uh, Jizzer as uh, my graffiti art name or Rossi J. I typically sign my work. And again, I've been here for almost 20 years in Atlanta. Just doing a whole bunch of different art and everything. Trying to spread love around Atlanta. Oh, How could spread you not, could you not want to interview him? I know. <laughs> so did you come... You came from Barbados to Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, I used to live up in Connecticut, and I used to visit New York from time to time. But then we came here to Atlanta with my dad living here. So I've been in Atlanta for a long time. Why do you think your dad moved to Atlanta? I mean, Atlanta was up and coming for a long time. It's been popping off a lot. So, yeah, Atlanta always seemed like a good place to go. Because, again, a lot of people still moving from up north down here now. So, yeah. Yeah. And and it's funny because uh, Atlanta has a lot of cool little events that they've been hosting lately. One of them, namely, is a brewery where I actually met Ross uh, through my girlfriend. Um, and you were uh, you actually you had like a and uh, like it was an exhibit of skateboard deck art. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, they had a whole bunch of local artists around town that I kind of deal with on a regular basis. So uh, fellow artists kind of helped put it together and just grab a whole bunch of local artists. And we did different designs and we just had the brewery kind of just host the event there. What was the brewery? Uh, Pontoon Brewery. Where's that at? That's up in Sandy Springs, right? Yeah. It's up there. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Really good beer. I, I remember specifically, I remember you uh, encouraging us to try this banana beer that they had, this banana flavored beer. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> They have some really strong. weird, weird and wild beers out there, but they're pretty good. They oh, have I'm going to have to go there. There was actually the spot in Forest Hills in New York mm-hmm. that they had a banana. It was a banana nut bread beer. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. That sounds I good. haven't been able to find a banana beer here in Atlanta since I've moved back, so... We might definitely, have to go check yeah. out that place. Definitely a place to go and check out. Oh, awesome. 
So that's cool. So we, you know, you've done a couple of like exhibits here. We got to know you. Um, the first set of questions are actually like questions that I came up with. Okay. So I kind of, I like to get a little personal, not too personal. <laughs> um, maybe I should say sentimental. Cause um, as an artist, I know like there's a lot of things that for me, it like a lot of my creativity stems from like when I was younger like when I was little, that's kind of like when you we get our little spark, I feel like. And it's kind of hard as an adult to keep that alive. So my first question that I wanted to ask you and take as long as you need. It says, what is the um, earliest memory that you have that revolves around art? Like, do you have a story from like when you were a kid when like you knew that like drawing or like the things that you're doing now was going to be your thing? I still don't know if it's still my thing. I'm still up and le- uh, like learning how to do everything well. Uh-huh. So one thing about me, my art teacher told me that I always take the easy way out to do stuff. Yeah. That's what she told you? Yeah. I mean, she's not lying. I, <laughs> if I could find an easy way to get something done, then just take the whole day just to do the same thing, uh-huh. I'll do it. But no, I was always into art. Um, my cousins, yeah, cousins really both from my dad and my mom's side, they're both really good artists and everything. And I kind of like try to follow in their footsteps. My cousin, Dave, he's actually a graphic designer and he's been doing art a long time. So I always try to get my, my skills up to their level. Mm-hmm. And I used to just find a lot of creative people in my life, really, just to kind of steal their style, really. But yeah. <laughs> to steal their style? All artists steal style. I they just try to make it their own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, if you blatantly just reuse the same style without trying to make a change to it, I think that's wrong. But you have to look at different people and kind of like, oh, I like to incorporate that in my um, design and everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What art teacher was, like, what grade was that? Do you remember? Uh, in Caribbean, I don't really go with grades. I think it was, like, in class three, which is, like, third year in uh, high school. So, yeah. And class- I was yeah. Interesting. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to remember. It's like coming towards the end of school. So three years in high school down there. So, yeah. Well, there's only three years in high school in Barbados? Really? Well, no, no, it's four. It's like that was three just years your third in. Year. Yeah, third year. So Got you. Got now, was you. she the same teacher for like the whole school or was like, were you with her for a while or, or him? I don't know. I'm uh, assuming it's a lady. Probably been her. <laughs> I've probably been with her for like almost. She was like the head art teacher at school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that happens a lot for students um, where like art teachers, like especially if kids want to draw like anime. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was in high school, mm-hmm. anytime an art teacher saw us do anime, she would like rip it up. Yeah. She'd be like, this is. No. Really? Yeah. And that's, it's common, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. yeah. But again, I didn't really get into anime like until really later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I never. I used to just draw like regular cartoon stuff, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all sort of stuff. So yeah. Aww. Oh. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but that's cool though. Yeah. No. That that's 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 really that's really cool. I I used to draw a little bit of a, a little bit of like Dexter's Lab and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah. for, when I was in college actually as a as as an RA. But um, but it's it's cool that like you start off with those things because those are really those are really nostalgic memories for a lot of people. And it kind of helps you go back to that place. Mm-hmm. Like when you were a kid and like helps you kind of, so I'm, I'm curious actually to know, like what, how do you, how do you 
I know you said that you're inspired by folks in your family, but how do you like continue to like stretch those artistic muscles? Uh, try new things. Uh, I never knew that I was into graffiti and still, I still start seeing it all wrong Atlanta and everything. And I was like, you know what? I should try this one day. So I try to change my style up from time to time. So I don't stick to one thing because I used to draw a lot. Now I started doing digital work because again, I do a lot of shows around Atlanta festivals. I'm trying to do, but based off the pandemic kind of had to slow down. So I try the new, new stuff. Um, every time I have a chance just to kind of work on styles and challenge myself really. Very cool. Very cool. Um, this, this next question, it's, uh, it's, switching gears a little bit and we kind of touched on it already but like i know that you're inspired by your cousins and folks in your family but are there any are there any um maybe like uh iconic artists that you think maybe inspire you or where you where do you draw your inspiration from i currently follow this guy called 1000 on instagram and youtube and everything and he's like really big in um, youtube and he recently did a kind of piece with different artists around the world like he started on a canvas and he shipped it off to the person the next artist and they kind of did their own kind of style and everything and then when they when everything when the canvas is finished they're going to auction off the canvas to kind of help all the charity and everything but He's a pretty good artist, and he's he does murals, and he does his own custom pieces, and he has a really good style. So I kind of draw a little bit of inspiration from him, too. Mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned that you get inspiration from, like, the graffiti here in Atlanta. Because mm. I feel like, I mean, it's just public art in general is so important. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, something that. I don't know. I always try to stress to people, like, if you can paint a wall that's, like, not pretty, <laughs> I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to boost a community. I mean, it's, it's proven. Yeah. I, or, that, you know what I mean? That like, reminds me of, like, when we went to go see our uh, the graffiti ruins, as we refer to them exactly. in, in Decatur, right? Yeah. Where it looks like a lot of a lot of folks would go to this this area off of this trail um, that we're familiar with, and they would go kind of practice their yeah. style a little bit. You can you can tell the difference in skill level there, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, like, have you ever done anything like, like a mural or used a spray can? Like, and if you have, can you kind of like walk us through it? Yeah. Uh, so again, I, I started doing graffiti probably like three years ago and I just like, ah, let me go ahead and try out this and see how, if I mm-hmm. like it or not. So we've got a place called Crock Street Tunnel. This is pretty popular here in Atlanta and is you could go there do graffiti and you don't have anyone really bothering you anyway. So I did there and I went and did a couple pieces and I was like, okay, kind of liking this. And I kind of learned from different people. Actually, the guy that I spray paint right now, he reached out to me on Instagram and we've been spray painting like for the last two years together. So we kind of do a piece like we try to do it every like couple months different places oh wow that's good to know so yeah, yeah the only thing with crawford tunnel you can do a piece and then the following day is gonna be gone so. <laughs> it's like do a piece take a picture of it we learned that really quickly actually when we went down yeah. there because we visited and then we went back and then the same piece wasn't there and we weren't even gone that long no what's um because i guess there was the first time that you ever used a spray can right mm-hmm 
Yeah, what was that like? Is there a story behind that? Like pain everywhere. <laughs> Wear gloves. Uh, I bought too much of expensive spray paint. You gotta figure out. Well, hey, the spray paint that you get from Lowe's and Home Depot is not really best spray paint to use. Mm-hmm. So you kind of learn from the different brands that are associated with graffiti. So um, I actually got a spot right now in a little five point where I go to Beast Lab, and they sell spray paint. So he has some really decent brands inside there for a really good price and the nozzles you use to do the spray of paint they come in different <laughs> different styles and everything so you gotta figure out what kind of nozzles to use to get certain lines and get certain effects too so mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah is it true that or i don't know if you know the story or not but i think it was krylon they actually changed their nozzle tips because people were using that can to use it to do graffiti. Do you know that story? I don't think I do. We'll have to, we'll have to do a little (laughs) Googling and digging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They like change their tips. So that way artists wouldn't use it to graffiti. Yeah. People still use use Crylon um, to do pieces too. Yeah. It's not saying that those, since you get them from Home Depot, you can't use them. It's just that, yeah, you can, they have decent colors and everything too. So it's kind of sad because that's probably majority of their business. (laughs) (laughs) probably is really i mean it's either graffiti artists or like diy moms at home yeah (laughs) refurbishing furniture true 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 (laughs) because i know we've gotten cans from over there so (laughs) but um all right so let's veer off a little bit (laughs) the graffiti so you're sitting at your desk you're about to do some work or whatever you're gonna design whatever you design is there like a tool that you have around you that you just can't live without I mean right now it's probably gonna be uh, let's see Pinterest I look I go there and look at different designs like oh, that'd be cool do you and have Pinterest boards did not expect that <laughs> and do, you have, do you have boards uh, I try to create boards every time I try to post uh, one of my pieces I'll probably like post like a piece or something like that just to kind of like promote myself and everything mm-hmm. but i just look at their like different artists and everything and like okay that's a cool design and like again not i'm stealing their design but i'm making it in my own image really so yeah uh appropriate probably next one because again i start doing digital work so i kind of recreate stuff and come up with new designs and let's see i think that's it for right now do you so it procreate the can you just kind of like, for people who don't know, can you just tell them what it is? Uh, Procreate is um, an app that I got from my iPad. And what I do is like um, most of my digital, well, all my digital work I do in Procreate. So all my new designs that I have in prints, it starts from Procreate. So a couple things I've been working on on Procreate is a Rick and Morty design right now. Um, trying to do a little collage of different characters and mm-hmm. Eventually, I'll do it on a skateboard and probably have a couple of prints for that ready. Let's um, see, a couple animated pieces I also <laughs> doing too. So yeah, custom tattoo designs. I actually do logos for people from time to time too. So yeah. Do you find yourself are you, would you, like working more digitally than you do like in a sketchbook? Like, do you have any sketchbooks? Or? Uh, I do have plenty of sketchbooks, but I don't really get to use them that often. Um, Typically, when I was at work, I kind of like in between jobs or when I waited on something to be finished, I'd do a quick sketch on like notepads and sticky notes. And yeah, that's how I really started, really started dropping off like free art around Atlanta. But yeah. 
We've been following those. I know I have. I know yeah. I have. Um, and some of the places, it, it's funny because I know that you post your location, but I think uh, I think it's 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 pretty cool the way that you even go about it because you kind of zoom in a little bit. You know, you drop the art, mm. and this kind of goes to show how close I have to follow the page. So you kind of <laughs> so you zoom in, and then you kind of zoom out, and then pan the area to try to give a little bit more clues than just the location that you. Yeah. I try not to post the actual location. Like I just do a quick video, just show the surroundings. Mm-hmm. So it'll give it a little bit of mystery and a little scavenger hunt for people. Mm-hmm. But most people in Atlanta know the places. I need to change it up. I typically go back. You should do drops on the south side. I need to. Hi, everyone. We're recording right now in Stockbridge, Georgia. Okay. <laughs> Stockbridge doesn't get enough reputation. Like, and y'all represent, heard, representation because it has a reputation. And y'all, and y'all heard about how we tried to shine light on Stockbridge on the last right. episode as well. Come on. But, the next five years, no, it's going to be Atlanta. So Not for nothing, Ross, but that's a... Uh, that's a that I think that's I think that's a really really cool concept. I mean, I don't know that I have my finger on the pulse as much in in the graphic art community, mm-hmm. but I think that's real that's a really dope way not only to get people to come out and and obviously, you know, spread uh spread word and spread recognition about your art and everything, but there might be folks that have never been to that area before. And so it just kind of it helps promote and from like a I guess from a uh, from like a your urban development. Land. I didn't even want to go there. <laughs> no, but, but go there. But yeah, yeah, no. From from an, from an, from a planning standpoint, you know, that's how you kind of that's how you give your city or a certain area more of an identity, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 make folks want to. You attract folks to a certain area compared to like maybe another area because cities often compete with one another. So I think I think that's a dope ass idea. I think that's really, really, really cool. Yeah, I still need to do some love to the South Side. I've, I've, I've been meaning to drop some stuff on the South Side, but the thing is, is like I'm coming from the North Side now, so I kind of do everything in a rush. But yeah, more drops yeah. on the South Side is coming soon. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do that, if y'all, if y'all could, if y'all could have seen Elizabeth, she just, she just clasped her hand in prayer and bowed. Yes. <laughs> well, because I know that if you do it. Like, first off, from the last podcast we did, like, my dad is, like, he loves little scavenger hunts and Mm -hmm. art things. And we told the audience all about this little thing that they did around here. I could tell my dad, like, hey, there's this artist. He just dropped some work. He would go looking for it. Mm -hmm. You tell him it's on Forest Parkway and somewhere in Morrow, he'll be like, (laughs) I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. And then he'd call me. Trust me. And other people, too. I think it... And it just helps people get active. I mean, get some people yeah. out and walking, you know, yeah. like there's all kinds of benefits. I mean, it's, it's again, it's really, really cool, Ross. That's the last time I'm going to say that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do you have like a, a, like an area that you like, like, you drop the most art at? Uh, I used to hang around East Atlanta a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do the Oakland Cemetery. And, you know, the famous hmm. walking bridge location is always the number one thing because you have a really good view of downtown Atlanta from there. Why the Oakland Cemetery? Oakland Cemetery is pretty popular. I mean, like, um, they do tours and everything, too. And it's not kind of really spooky, but they kind of give a little bit of, like, a backstory of people that are buried there. And it's pretty interesting, like, who's buried there from, like, golf legends to the first black lady to own a business in Atlanta. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, so they do 
they do have tours from time to time around like kind of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Kind of and where's it at? It's Oakland Cemetery. So you basically go there and just do a walk and just have a little tour. And they actually have like actors performing the characters that are buried there. Oh, that's cool. And then yeah. what part of Atlanta is it? That's uh, it's like, like around Grant Park area. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah. Got you. Okay, okay. So, I mean, keeping keeping in line with this whole community engagement piece that we're on, I'm curious to know, have you, have you come across folks that uh, have gone after, gone right after you might've done a drop and have told you, Hey, I found your art um, at this spot. And have you engaged in them? How's that? How's that gone? As always, <laughs> as always, though, it's always a good thing because, again, I want to just kind of spread love in Atlanta. And I actually met a lot of people through dropping art. And uh, one time at uh, Sweetwater Brewery, I just dropped something. And, like, literally, like, five seconds later, this person just – I was watching it. The person um, pulled up in their car, hopped out to get the art. Ooh. <laughs> See, that's me. That, that's going to be me. It's going to be you. And I still, I'm friends with that person right now. And I still kind of reach out to her from time to time. Matter of fact, I did a custom piece for her daughter that had a surgery. So, Oh, wow. So I actually did an anime character of her. And yeah. Spreading was she love a stranger? in Atlanta. She's not a stranger anymore. So, But she was at first, at right? At first she was. God. That is that is the, the 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 best depiction of spreading love through art in Atlanta. I mean, that's that's incredible. What was the what did the anime character look like? Uh, it was a character of her daughter. Of her daughter. So the daughter was um, a fan of My Hero Academia. So I did something with like a well, it's not really a samurai in there, but it was her with like um, she had green hair at the time and everything. So I had her name on the side of it and her holding a sword with green hair. And I actually ended up doing a, a piece inside Cross Street Tunnel of the same character. So did you take a picture and send it to her? I did. So oh it, so my it kind gosh. of so it kind of inspired that piece. Yes. But yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I mean, this is a this is a cultural podcast, right? I mean, that's that's kind of what <laughs> kind of in the name. Yeah. Um, so we we there's some things that we also want to tackle here. Um, I mean, I know you mentioned you t- again. You talked about your family, but I'm curious to know how much your background uh, from Barbados plays a role in how you approach your art. Hmm. I'm still trying to incorporate more of my um, heritage into my art, and I haven't really that much. Um, again, I'm not really. A, I don't consider myself a painter, and most of the art in Barbados has happened to be painting, uh, more about the Calypso, steel pans, carnival, and uh, harvest and everything. What's this, um, the steel pans? Like the drums? The drums and mm-hmm. everything, so yeah. Um, I'm still trying to get most of that stuff incorporated. Matter of fact, I'm, I've been working on a design for the longest. Basically, it's going to be a tattoo design for me, really, but I want to incorporate my culture and everything in that design, and i probably incorporate more of that in my art. But I'm still working on it. It's just that the hard, the, I'm the most hard critic of my art than anyone else. Because every time I put something on, I was like, damn, I hope no one see that mistake on there, that tiny little mistake on there. <laughs> of course. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm still trying to work to incorporate um, the Barbados style into my art, but I haven't really. What is that style? Uh, it's a lot of painting, um, a lot more colorful. Mm-hmm. Um 
more about the culture, um, music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I make a comment? I think is it when I, I mean, could, and I could be wrong, and you you can correct me. I feel like they're like looking at your work because a lot of I mean I don't know if it's true for Barbados, but like I said, you can correct me if you're wrong if I'm wrong. Like the paintings that I've seen that are Caribbean are very bright colored, mm -hmm. and they have very bold black lines. That's true. I think you're. You might be, I mean, it might, you might have an influence there that like, maybe you don't even realize Already, it. right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Probably. I, and the whole like spreading love, mm -hmm. like, I just feel like that's just like the that's Caribbean way. That's influenced by the culture. Like, that's just like what be. you do. You know how like, hospitable like, Caribbeans are. They're like, oh my gosh, here, have this. You want more? You want more? Guess what? Welcome. I'm going to another Welcome. Welcome Come to here. Atlanta. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Welcome to it. So I think we need more people like you. <laughs> To continue to do things like that, I don't know, just a little thing to think about. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Do you do you plan on one day in that same light? And it could be it could be for carnival or whatever. But like, do you have any plans to uh, become active in the art scene in Barbados? Uh, eventually, I think I'll probably try to. Um... Again, it's not really much of like a graffiti kind of thing going on in Barbados. So, matter of fact, I always think like if I go back home, where could I actually do a piece mm. and not get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> and where am I going to body spray or paint and everything? So, I, I think about it all the time. I just like I, I just need to go back and probably talk to people or just kind of network with people mm -hmm. back there and see where I can do a little piece or something. How old it. were you when you left again? I was around seventeen. So you, I mean, you grew up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't as active as, as I am right now in Atlanta. So, yeah. What was it like growing up there then? Like, did you, <laughs> you're laughing. So there's, there's a story. There's a story. There's definitely yeah. a story there. I mean, it's, it's nice and relaxing. I mean, like, um, when I go back home, it's like, it paces like super slow. So it's not like Atlanta, like everything is move, 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 mm -hmm. move. Like we go back home, it's like nice and relaxing and mm -hmm. you can enjoy time. Seems like everyone is partying from mm -hmm. time to time, but they got work to do. But What was your house like? Uh, it's, it's a uh, Christian household and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to church every Sunday and everything with my family. Uh, I used to go and see my grandparents every weekend. Yeah, hang out with cousins. Mm -hmm. That's our thing, so... Do you guys have like a yard or like, I mean, can. Yeah, we had a yard and everything. Um, oh, we used to nice. walk almost everywhere. Um, yeah. You know what's funny? Like, the Dominican Republic, I feel like they have a lot of that Caribbean spirit as well, where mm -hmm. things are very, things are very relaxed. You know, no yeah. one's. The, the United States, and it's especially being from New York, there's always a reputation of being like busy, busy, busy. Like, I like want to get pressure. from point A to point there's A to point C. Here. There's a lot of things we got to accomplish. But I know that, like, in the Dominican Republic, if you, in my in my dad's neighborhood specifically, in La Romana, if you walk down the street, I, and I'll never forget this, um, if you walk down the street, you might see a bunch of people just sitting, like, in a field just playing dominoes or something, right? Yeah. Grown men in the middle of the day... <laughs> During work hours in the United States, playing dominoes, and and I'll walk by, and one of them even made a comment to me one time. It, I was like taking pictures, and they're like, "Oh, don't send that to my brother back in the United States. He'll stop. He'll stop supporting me." 
you know? So, so I'm really, I'm really curious to know if that, if like, it's the same kind of like vibe down there where people just don't take things as seriously. Yeah. It's the same vibe. I think it's almost all the Caribbean islands right now, because again, from, from visit, uh, going back on a visit, it's, it seemed like I've been here too long. I don't know if I could survive in, in Barbados now <laughs> because it's like, it seemed like, yeah, I could go and sit down and have fun with friends and everything and get stuff done, but it's not going as fast as you pace up here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's always interesting. It's a, heck, it's a heck of a change. It's a heck of a change. But there are, I feel like there are a lot of things, uh, a lot of things that that we do have in common. I mean, I, I can't really speak for a whole lot of other places, but I know like the influence of like, of music, the influence of art, the influence of the camaraderie of people and family is something that you'll find in the Dominican Republic. I'm sure you'll find it in Barbados as well, as much as you'll find it in the United States, you know, so. Especially here, like in Atlanta. In Atlanta like in specifically. South, yeah. Yeah. Atlanta's very well known yeah. for all those. I mean, this is the hub of music, you know, so, and I know that music has to play a huge role in, in Barbados as well, yeah. as far as the culture goes. Yeah. I'm dying to go to, to, to carnival down there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to at least experience carnival from a couple of islands like Trinidad, Tobago, and even go to South America, probably do Brazil or something. Those are the big ones. Tr- Trini, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely need to do more traveling eventually. So, um, so I'm curious, what's one thing, if anything, uh, that you'd want to accomplish? Maybe to like inspire other um, Bajans. Am I saying that correctly? Bajans. Bajans. Oh my god! I messed <laughs> it up again. We practiced this, and I still got it wrong. Um, Bajans. Bajans. Um, is there anything that you want to like maybe accomplish or anything uh, to like inspire maybe other Bajans to follow their artistic creativity one day or anything? Or do you even think about that? I do think about that. I mean, like, um, I think my goal is really just to have an impact on someone's life. So, matter of fact, um, at a cidery that I hang out on Fridays, um, the owner's son was there, and he was kind of just hovering over me. And I was like, hey, you want to go spray paint on the wall? And I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do a character. So, it kind of showed him a little tips and everything on spray paint. And it was pretty fun doing that. Um, but a lot of people back in Barbados, I think they're pretty – maybe more creative than me. Mm. So my goal would probably be to just kind of collaborate with one of those artists down there one of these days and just do a piece somewhere. Yeah. And, and that's actually a really good segue into this next question that we have, because I mean, we've already touched on this, <laughs> but uh, you know, cultural similarities, crossovers, that's our thing, mm-hmm. you know, that that's our thing on this podcast. So is there anything that you could like immediately point to that uh, Bajan artists have in com- Bajan, right? Jesus Bajan. Right. Yeah. Jesus just Christ. and hey, just so y'all know, Bajans are those are people from Barbados, right? Exactly. Yeah. That uh, we're gonna be like Bajan. What's Bajan? <laughs> is there anything? <laughs> is there anything that you could immediately point to that like Bajan artists have in common with other artists you've met around Atlanta? Because hmm. I know you said they're more cre- they're, <laughs> they tend to be even more creative than than you. As you brought up earlier, it's like colors and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I deal with a whole bunch of like local artists from time to time, and the pieces that are that they do are a lot colorful and everything. So I kind of see a similarity in the kind of colors that they use back yeah. in Barbados. So, quick thing on the coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, as artists, I think a lot of people they're so afraid to color. 
their work. Do you ever run into that? You probably don't because you I, you're no, hanging no, no, out no, no, no. around a lot of talented artists. I actually hate color to tell you the truth. Mm. I I would prefer to if I could do why. That, <sighs> I mean, just say. Like, is there a reason? I think a lot of people judge coloring more than just a simple black and white photo or print or anything. Because you can do a lot with a, a, a color print and you mm-hmm. can mess it up as easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a black and white photo, you can like, oh, there it is. That's how it is. No one can complain. Hey, too much black, too much white? No. But then you got coloring. You could, oh, you could use a different color, maybe a different shade or something. You could add more color to it. So, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in and put on my Elizabeth's best friend hat real quick uh, <laughs> because I know why she asked this question. When we were younger, when we were in school, Elizabeth was has always been obsessed with coloring, mm. and and you know Elizabeth has been an artist for as long as I can remember. And I would dabble in drawing a little bit here and there, but I was I was of your camp where I felt that I didn't like coloring. I, it just wasn't my thing. I felt like I was going to ruin my my piece if mm-hmm. I decided to color it. So I would often draw something and maybe Elizabeth would offer to color it in because yeah, she just- Yeah, I would just color it. Yeah. If you want <laughs> colors not- and stuff for me, to find out. Can I? Oh my gosh, I will. <laughs> I will totally, I will color. <laughs> I love to color. <laughs> Like I'm like a little like elementary school kid, but no, but that happens. It's very common. Yep. We're like people they'll, they'll sketch something out, whether it's in a sketchbook or digitally, whatever. And it's sometimes it's, you can tell when it's finished, I think, because it's either like, you know, you have good contrast or not. Like it's either dark and light, like it has a lot of different like value, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it just looks unfinished. Yep. Mm. But if you really like what you drew, you don't want to mess it up by exactly. coloring. Exactly. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons why I started doing digital work. Because mm. again, I could recreate that image over and over again and mm-hmm. do different colors if I needed to. And you can erase the coloring and redo it if you want to yeah. as well. Whereas if you're hand drawing or mark markers or <laughs> painting or whatever, I mean, paint you can paint over, but I mean, it's 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 very hard to go back and correct work. True. Physically. So I killed a lot of trees when I used to draw a lot. <laughs> so I used to, yeah, I used to make prints of everything that I do, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that looked pretty good, and try a different color. Oh, and I print some more, and then keep going. That's oh. smart. So you would make copies of something that you drew, yeah. and then you would color it. And then I make some edits, some small edits, and everything too. So yeah. What's your favorite color? I can't believe that's not a question. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's what uh, blue. Is it? Yeah. Why? I was always a uh, fan of blue, like different kinds of shades of blue. It kind of reminded me of Barbados, too, with the uh, mm. crystal clear water that you got the blue kind the of The light blue, on. right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Peaceful, yeah, peaceful and tranquil. Exactly. <laughs> tranquil. Uh, were you classically trained? Did you go to art school? Did nah, you... no, no, no. That's one reason why I don't easy like. Way out. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's probably true. No, no. Uh,. And again, Can you touch like, on that? But do people af- often ask you that? Like, where, did you go to art school or like? I do get that question from time to time. I, yeah, it's not really. But I mean, I do have more people that go to art school because again, I don't really like the color. And again, if you try to color and if you don't have paintbrush and everything, there's different ways to stroke the brush and everything to get certain patterns and mm-hmm. everything. And that's one reason why I don't like coloring. Because again, someone's like, okay, you, you did it wrong. I admire that you're self-taught. Because that shows that you 
are very ambitious and you can like talented. Yeah. Talented, obviously, but someone who can continue to create work as much as you're creating work. It also shows that you're uh, like persistent. Yeah. And not a lot of artists are persistent. Mm -hmm. Watch a lot of YouTube videos. Do you? I do. Um, again, if I try to try something new that I'm not kind of used to, I kind of watch a couple artists on YouTube and just like, okay, that's a decent technique and everything to get things done. And I try to incorporate everything into one. But since I do so much different styles of art, um, I decided like, okay, let's focus on graffiti. So one thing I'm doing right now with the graffiti is like spraying on a, on a canvas and everything with different colors and then using the paper to kind of get a, a effect on the canvas. And then I go ahead and just drew a character on it. So, again, I just try to look for new techniques to incorporate in my art. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. So two questions that I'm sure after after this, everyone is dying to know. The first one being, do you have any upcoming shows and events? And if so, where and when? Mm, I'm still trying to decide on what shows I'm doing. I mean, we're still coming out of the pandemic and everything. Um, I was planning to do like maybe a Chomp and Stomp, which is a huge festival in Cabbage Town. Right there with Chomp and Stomp. Yeah. Um, it's like a chili cook-off, really. Oh. But they also have like vendors and everything in there. Uh, typically have like a 5K in the morning, but... It was packed before the pandemic. A lot of people were to be there. Um, all down Cabot Street and right there by Crock Street Tunnel. So that was always a good thing. Um, there's a couple of festivals around Atlanta that I'm trying to do eventually. What about the Cider Brewery? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So the Cider Brewery is... Uh, one day I was doing a charity event and... I met these guys there that were kind of like introducing their ciders and everything. You were doing and, a charity event? What yeah. was the charity? This was, um, it's funny that people reach out to us on Instagram. Like this lady like, hey, I uh, just wonder if you'd be interested in donating some of your art and everything for a charity event. I was like, okay. Because right now, like any opportunity, I'll, I'll probably jump to it. So I kind of did a couple pieces for them and for a charity event. And I met these guys at the Cidery. It just happened to be on the south side of where I'm living. And from there on, I hang out there on Friday, kind of work on new designs and everything. And I was like, hey, you guys are interested in getting your label done. And I said, yeah. So I kind of helped them out with the label and come up with four different labels for them. And now they're canon and having the label on it and should be in stores soon so that was always interesting that's that is first of all um, local networking is so important that's exactly what i see this is why we <laughs> on the same page list. um no that that is so that is so freaking important there's no telling where your where your pieces or your networking going to end up i mean i remember you telling me about being when we were at the brewery when we first met that you had a piece uh, on crock street that like appeared in like a in a, uh, in a in a Marvel episode or something. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the guy that I met on Instagram, um, we typically do pieces together. Is one evening we went down inside Cross Street Tunnel and it happened to be an Alice in Wonderland piece, uh, the Chester Cat, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we were doing it down there and then all of a sudden, like, we realized that it had like a crew working inside there and they were changing the colors of the lights inside Cross Street Tunnel to like a pink. 
And it was like just perfect timing. Like as soon as we finished the piece, they were they turned all the lights on and it had like a really good effect. And we started taking pictures and everything. And then like maybe a year later, I got a, a message from Marvel like, hey, we would like to use your piece inside our, one of our episodes if you could just sign off on it. And there it was. Well, the funny thing, <laughs> it was like, okay. That's- Crazy. Yeah. And, and it's which which episode of which show was it? It's the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sir, Soldier. My um, personal favorite so far. <laughs> and it's actually, I think, the fourth and the fifth or sixth episode. Okay. So they kind of have like a piece where they're kind of showing my piece of work and my tag right there on the. We'll have to find it and yeah. take a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, we're we gonna give y'all our handle. Y'all will be able to find all this, yeah, pretty soon. But what's also awesome though, that is like, um, they have these shows on YouTube that kind of do like Easter eggs on shows. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty's notorious for that. <laughs> so, uh, what was it? No, I can't remember the name of the shows, but uh, it's like, it was like, hey, this is a local artist, and they have a tag there, and it's like, wow. I was part of the Easter egg in there. It's not even one, it's but two shows that kind of mentioned my name. Did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> Did you cry? <laughs> I had a whole bunch of emails and stuff from people like, hey, is this you and everything? So that was pretty awesome. Whatever. He didn't cry. He smiled just now. <laughs> oh, he, he did. Would, oh, my gosh. He did. Okay. Now. You cried. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> The second question that I wanted to ask you when can we expect another art drop or how often or when do you decide to do an art drop? I try to do it every Friday, but it's pretty hard coming from the Buckhead side. Mm-hmm. So typically I got to plan ahead and just put my art inside my car and then decide to do a drop. But the thing is I try to do, I work on new pieces almost every week. So I try to keep it fresh with a new design so that people don't get bored. However, um, I'm thinking I need to just stick with one style and just, yeah, this is Rossi J. Yeah. Something, so, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, that's, I think that's, that's the something last... to look forward to, right? Yeah. It's a new drop. So every Friday, is it true that there's this thing in Atlanta? It's called like the Friday flash or whatever. Can like, what is it called? It's called free art Friday. Um, free, art, free art Friday. Free art Friday. Yeah. Okay. We try to do it all over the United States and everything. Matter of fact, maybe across the world, really. Because what I tend to do is, um, if I, well, this one thing, my a friend of mine just moved up to New York. So what I can do is send her some stuff from time to time mm. and maybe do a drop up in New York. Mm. So, yeah. And if I go traveling someplace in the United States or maybe we'll see, maybe do a drop over there. Try to get. Is there like a hashtag attached to Free Art Friday? Maybe it's hashtag Free Art Friday. Yeah, it's Free Art Friday. So you can see hashtag Free Art Friday or FATL, Free Art Friday. Yeah. Do you have a hashtag associated with your art drop specifically? I used to just tag my name in it, but anything with Free Art Friday or FATL, you will find my stuff on it. So, yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know if you can see, but in my mind, I'm, I'm scheduling my Fridays. <laughs> I mean, if you got suggestions, any place that I need to drop, just let me know. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So my address is. <laughs> I gotta be fair. Everyone. I know. No, 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 no. It does have to be very fair. I, I have a. 
I have a couple of ideas like around this yeah. area that yeah. would be neat to to see other people try to venture to. Yeah, and, and it's funny, like even like meeting you through I know Jasmine knows a lot about Jasmine's my girlfriend. Um, she knows a lot about Atlanta and some like cool kind of obscure spots. Yeah. You know, so I'll probably I'll probably lean on her a little bit, you know, and throw on some Yeah, I think I'll overdo it and I'll drop in Decatur too, so Hey Yeah, I definitely there you go. Decatur. Um there's actually an artist that I've kind of been in touch with who has murals in Little Five Points. It would be cool if you did a drop close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause then maybe we could also start to be like, Hey, Mr. So-and-so you want to come be interviewed as well? <laughs> <laughs> or just any like historical places that we, you would, you would want yeah. people to go visit. Like, yeah. Hey, you might not know this place exists like the place in Morrow. And you seem really intentional with like the Oakland cemetery, you know, like yeah. going to certain places that have, some kind of significance, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I can think of a few places as well. Yeah. So. I typically try to do it where like all the local artists would probably hang out and you see like stickers and everything, a couple murals in that area. Five Point is always a really good place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Crawl Street Tunnel, even on the Beltline someplace, Old Wolf mm-hmm. Forest Skate mm-hmm. Park, also awesome. I typically go down there and spray paint from time to time too, but yeah. Dope. Nice. <laughs> Insert awkward. What is it called? Ad libs. Yeah, awkward ad libs. Right? Wow. Ooh. Cool. No, I'm just thinking about like us from high school. Like, you know, what? this would be this would be really cool. Like, if us from high school could like what sit here because we start because yeah, I mean, because we used to go to little five points all the time, and we were like kind of bright eyed and bushy tailed, and you know, to see. It growing into like this this really eclectic art center where you know we can help support other artists. It's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Of, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of our jam. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, thank you so much for going through this grueling process of being interviewed and having us stare at you and ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having it's me. It's been a joy. Absolutely. Uh, we can't wait to see your work and share your work. And I look forward to a lot more Cartoon Network inspired art. <laughs> and I look forward to more people coming to the South Side uh, okay. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much, Ross. Again, if you can just shout out your uh, all places where people can find you and your art. Uh, right now, I'm I currently trying to build a website and trying to get like um, a store going and everything. But just reach out to me on Instagram, uh, G-I-S-S-O-R. Jizzer, Jazar, or whatever you want to call it. How do you pronounce it? Tell you the truth, it's just Ross CJ backwards. Oh, really? Yeah. So Ross cool. is your first name. Mm-hmm. C is. Yeah, it's just J. I, I kind of had a, a fascination with the I in between. So Ross CJ. Uh huh. So that I in between there kind of gave it a little flair to the name. Oh. Jizzer. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you can always go to Instagram at Jizzor, J-I-S-S-O-R. Just send me a message. I do custom designs and everything, and I always try to keep everyone updated with my projects that I'm working on and upcoming events. So, yeah, that's perfect. Cool. Great, great. Well, again, thank you so much, Ross, for, uh, for, for coming out. We really appreciate it. And y'all, please go to an art drop. Please go get some of this unique art because I, I personally, I feel like these things are going to be collectibles in the future. So you want to get them now. 
You want to get them now. You heard it here first, okay? On Hey Y'all Kill All right, this has been Hey Y'all Kill Okay with Bernard. And Elizabeth. And we really appreciate y'all stopping by. Yeah, thanks for coming through. We can't wait to see y'all next time.